has made her feel overly defensive. And I'm not just taking men's heads, only the enemies of Dark Plains, my brother's men. Ah, yes, Lorcan, the butcher of Garvan Isle. Seems to me, if you simply took his head, your war would be over. Anwell gritted her teeth, and it wasn't from the pain of her wound. Do you think that I've not thought of that? Do you think that if I could get close enough to the little toe rag that I would not kill him if I had the chance? The dragon didn't answer, and her rage snapped right into place. Well, do you? The dragon blinked at her sudden outburst. Do you always get this angry at the mention of your brother? No, she barked. Then, yes, Anwil sighed. Sometimes. The dragon chuckled, and she fought the urge to start screaming, and to keep screaming. His laughter wasn't an unpleasant sound, but chatting up a dragon? Well, perhaps she was finally going mad. The dragon slowly moved from behind her and brought more of his enormous body into the room. He settled to her right, but she could only see half of him without turning her head. The rest remained outside the alcove. She wondered what he looked like in his entirety. Why exactly am I not... dead? She nodded. You would be, if I hadn't found you. And why did you save me? I don't know. You... fascinate me. Anwell frowned. What? Compared to a dragon, she was nothing, just human. Your bravery, it fascinates me. When you saw me, you didn't try to run like those men. You stood your ground. I was already dying. What was the point? It doesn't matter. The dragon fear affects young and old, the dying and the strong. You should have run for your life or dropped to your knees begging for mercy. I dropped to my knees for no man, she snapped before thinking. He laughed outright, a low, pleasant sound, like his speaking voice. Shame it belonged to a monster. I'll keep that in mind. He chuckled as he carefully turned his big body, his head coming frighteningly close to her, and walked out of the chamber. She watched as his tail swung into the room, its sharp end grazing against the stone walls. She tried not to panic when she realized that his tail alone stretched the length of at least two of the tallest men in her troops. I will send someone to help you up and get you fed. A man? What? The dragon slammed his large head into the ceiling. Anwil lowered herself back on the bed. That had just been a dream. Nothing. I'm tired. Then you best get some sleep. Wait. He stopped and looked over his shoulder at her. Anwil took in a deep breath. Thank you for saving me. You're welcome, beautiful one. He started walking again. But don't get too comfortable. He casually tossed over his shoulder. Who knows what I'll make you do to repay me my kindness. Anwil leaned back against the soft bed and felt a shudder run through her. She just wished she could say that she shuddered from fear or, at the very least, revulsion. What truly worried her was that it felt like neither. Fargus rubbed the fresh bump on his head. He'd heard about Anwell the Bloody's rage, but he had no idea how overwhelming it could be. 
Her angry bellow was damn near as powerful as a dragon's roar. No wonder she hadn't defeated her brother yet. He terrified her. He could tell from her overzealous rage at the mere mention of the man. If she faced Lorcan now, even if her body completely healed, he doubted she would defeat him. Either her anger or her fear would get the best of her. And for some inexplicable reason, that thought worried the hell out of him. When did he start caring about humans? Unlike some of his kin, he didn't hate humans, yet he didn't live among them either. So his original plans for the human girl were to simply heal her wounds, then dump her near a human village. He didn't like complications. He didn't like anyone around him. He liked peace. He liked quiet. And not much else. But the mere thought of just leaving her somewhere sickened him. He could already tell this was going to get complicated. And he hated complications.